want to share with you from the 15 years of coaching people what I have noticed are four habits that are common and are a common denominator for people who happen to be happy now happy in their relationships happy in their careers happy in the workplaces happy in society happy with themselves when a person is happy they have an energy that is natural and authentic very positive and very infectious when they are with other people when a person is not happy with themselves they are not one with them themselves they are not congruent within they have no alignment within themselves it tells by the way they come out and the energy they present with other people because you can't give what you don't have so if you don't take care of yourself and I always always begin that the first place of any success is first learning to manage yourself the ability to lead yourself you can't lead others if you can't lead yourself so what is these things that we need to lead is what i mentioned in my earlier session that i gave emotions passions are all great things and in a short while i'll share to you why some of these things have been important assets for those who have been able to use them well and also where they can also be liabilities and affect your ability to be at peace your ability to have mental wellness and your ability to be psychologically fit in whatever duties and obligations you have in life so let me begin by sharing something as an opener a habit is something you do repeatedly until it becomes part and parcel of you temperament is very different it's just a biological inclination which is within your dna is within your biological dna characteristics something that you inherited so this is very much reactionary character on the other hand is very different from temperament but character is stable disposition is is behavior is intentional freely chosen um uh, habits that you develop now when a person develops character it means they acquire they acquire certain habits which because we are, we are, as human beings we are an, we have an ability to freely make decisions to assess our situations and choose to be something we are not victims of our circumstances therefore somebody who is happy knows how to develop particular habits and sometimes these habits might be conditioned in us through the environments we go through our education our in schools that we went through our neighborhoods we grew up in our homes our homes are very big shapers of habits and also the people that have influenced us mentors different voices that have spoken into our lives all these people shape the character of who we are as a person but still what we have to remember and we have to underline even as we speak is that the human being has a free will and therefore they're able to choose to rise above failure circumstances or environments that they find themselves in and to choose to do good there's nobody who can say they're just a victim of circumstances that that is not true because that's not what a human being is in our very nature we can choose to do what is right even if we come up in a home where the home is dysfunctional and people uh, either a parent has left that home you have a one of the parent has uh, distanced themselves from that marriage it doesn't mean that you have to choose the same path you have a free choice based on that knowledge you can choose to be a different man or a different woman and live a very different life So what are these four habits I've noticed from my experience as a coach when I've coached people that are successful in different aspects of their life and when I speak about leadership is not only confined to the workplace I'm speaking about leadership as in terms of your own first leadership as a person your own self leadership leading relationships 
uh, stay at home mother is also a leader in their own way leadership is very broad it's not it's not ref restricted to titles or positions in in formal workplaces so that is why this is useful for you to think about it right now so what are those four habits i'll begin with the first one as i note as i introduce the four please note all the four are interconnected in other words you can't have one without the other you need all the four if you're going to be happy if you're going to be successful in your ability to be mentally sound uh, to be a person who is at peace with yourself so the first one is the habit that is enables you to make sound decisions wise decisions that habit we call prudence if you look at your screen right now you have a list of all the four habits so i'll start with the first one and as i said you have one without the other everything collapses this habit is what makes you pursue something a goal and to achieve it it's what helps you to succeed it's what helps you to be to live a fulfilled life to find meaning in work and to not be a victim of your temperament or biology or not be a victim of of circumstances or opinions of other people it's what makes you stable enough that even when you're given power even if you're in a place or in a workplace in a position or a title given in a workplace these are the habits that enable you to be trustworthy that you're not swayed by power positions and enticed by them but instead you are able to manage them and be able to do good with these things that you're given so first is prudence so what is this people who are prudent are people who are cautious before they make decisions they weigh the pros and cons these are individuals that know how to understand the environment that they are in the context that they are in and to choose a right decision not a correct decision correct decisions are politically right trying to align or trying to favor what is popular with people right decisions are what is morally right people who are prudent are driven by very high moral principles and that is they have they are they have an intellect where it, their their intellect their mind is is enlightened by truth they are well formed they they read good books that educate their mind and give them the right information so that when they're making decisions they have a good basis through which to make decisions now the beauty with all these four habits i introduced to you is that you can actually develop them leadership is learned you don't leaders are are, are you are developed are made they are not born and so this is the good news is that you can learn these habits you can begin uh, the decision of being prudent now why is it important to be prudent because if you if you make prudent decisions then you you you're wise your decisions are informed are not just reactive they're not spontaneous they're not um, at the spur of the moment and because the other thing is that decisions you make have a responsibility have an impact on people somebody who's prudent makes decisions that ensure that they safeguard the common good of people around them prudence is what enables us to think properly reflect deeply about our decisions is what helps us to judge clearly to judge using proper moral principles guided by the values that we listed in our earlier series you notice your values play a big big role in the decisions you make take a moment right now to ask yourself think of a decision that you've made recently and then look back and ask yourself what are the factors that influence that decision and then try and combine it and look at the values you listed earlier and see whether the values you listed had any role in influencing the decisions you made when you're prudent you're you're dependable you're reliable in the decisions you make your decisions are solid they're reflective of the context you are in you can be trusted you know and that and more importantly is that you 
your decisions are not sporadic or just spontaneous. They are well thought through and they reflect a person who's done due diligence before you jump into it. What are the enemies of prudence? Rashness, emotiveness, a spur of the moment, laziness. A good prudent person seeks advice, is humble enough to ask for advice. Prudent people just don't make decisions. When the decision is weighty, they seek to have mentors and coaches around them to help them explore the decision clearly to make sure that it is done considering all factors. The second decision, the second habit, once you've made a decision, it's important that you stick to that decision. What is that habit, that second habit that ensures that the decisions we make in life are, are uh, we stick to them, we are constant in them, is the habit of fortitude, also known as courage. There are many people who make good resolutions, even in the beginning of the year. Come February, they've already stopped following those resolutions. What is it that they lack? The habit of fortitude. Fortitude is what gives us the strength of will to be able to stay the course. Once we've made a decision to not veer off, even when we're under pressure, even when we have resistance in us, sometimes we don't feel like sticking to that decision. Even when people are laughing at our decisions, even when people are making fun of that decision, even when there are people who are challenging that decision, but it is, if you know it is a decision that is right, founded on what is morally true, the ability to stick to it makes you mentally very strong. But remember, fortitude is a habit. This second habit is what strengthens the will so that you're a person who's constant. You're a person who perseveres, even under fear of death, even when you are challenged and it's difficult. People who are, have fortitude, this habit, don't only choose things that are easy. They are not victims of pleasure. They are not driven by only what they like doing. But they are people who do even that which is uncomfortable. They spend their time to put their efforts on tasks that are difficult to do, but they commit themselves until they complete. And it's important to be a person of fortitude because then decisions without carrying them through to completion are useless. Thirdly, a very important and much sought after habit and very common about people that are happy is the habit of temperance or otherwise also known as self-control. Oh, how much we need it so badly today in our world. And it's the reason why today, because of lack of it, many people are, are living lives and expenses that are bigger than what they have. They're in debt. We have people who cannot control their emotions, are victims of the emotions. They can't control their anger, their passions. There are people who are driven by passions. And anytime they get angry of every small thing, you can't even correct them. It's why? Because they lack self-control. They lack temperance. Temperance is the ability to manage our passions, to direct them, to not to kill them, because we need passions, we need emotions. But emotions and passions have to be directed and managed by our will and our intellect, which are much higher powers that we have as human beings. So this third habit is what enables us to moderate, to be sober in our use of created things, is what enables us to learn how to gratification that we don't have to have everything we want instantly you realize today many people are stressed in life because they are taking up more than they can actually manage many people is because they're trying to live lives that are not theirs they're trying to uh, push themselves to be something that they are not and today we have so much problems in leadership because of men and women who can't control their appetites their their greed 
And so you have people amassing and embezzling in companies. Why? Because they lack this habit of temperance and self-control. It's what helps us to say no to ourselves. Temperance is the habit that gives us strength to be able to postpone that desire to want to find pleasure now at the moment and to say it can wait for something greater or a higher good than that is a momentary. Instead of seeking a momentary and very temporary pleasure, temperance is the strength that gives us the ability to master ourselves. That nasty word you want to give somebody, that sometimes you want to say something bad that might tear somebody to pieces, that ability to hold that remark and to wait to weigh whether that is the right context to be able to make the remark is an art of people who have temperance. And when people have temperance, have self-control, we can trust them. There are so many people today being led waist downwards. They live their lives waist downwards. I train many companies where you have top executives who have been involved in affairs with female colleagues in their workplaces, or even female colleagues with male colleagues. Why? Because nobody taught them to manage themselves, to control themselves. If you're listening to me and you're a young man right now, a young woman, your ability to postpone pleasures, especially sexual pleasures right now, is the beginning of you succeeding as a human being. You giving in to any sexual desire is already a sign that you lack self-control. And the danger is that if you don't teach yourself to develop that muscle now, the minute you go into a workplace, you can't be trusted with resources. When you're given power, you will misuse it because you never learned how to say no to yourself. Lastly, the fourth habit of successful people that leads to happiness, mental well-being, psychological fitness, is the habit of justice. This is the ability to give what is due to another. People who are just are aware of their moral duty and responsibility towards others. Without this habit, our lives will be selfish. This is the habit that enables us to come out of ourselves and to develop true, satisfying, genuine relationships with people where we don't take advantage of people, but instead we treat them with dignity. In a workplace right now, those of you just joined workplaces, you realize without this, then you will manipulate people in a workplace. Uh, if you are given a team, you will take advantage of them for your own good. Justice is what uh, moderates our relationships with others so that they are healthy and that we don't take advantage of people. It is what enables you to create a workplace that is humane. When there is justice, people have an environment, a working environment that enables them to be humane, more importantly, to be live with dignity. Now remember, all these four habits are crucial. And all of them have a, have, the hope I gave you is what I said at the beginning, is that you can develop them. And each of them you can grow them. And you can deliberately look for help and support to be able to grow as I close. If you've listened to these things and you're wondering what are my next steps, here's a few things I'd like you to start doing. First, do an audit of the kind of books you're reading. You need to really assess the support system that you have. Make sure that you surround yourself with people that are also striving. The more you hang around them, the better you are. I ask you to choose, look for a mentor if you don't have one. And if you have been given one, seek them out. And, and now that I've given you these four habits, start looking at how do you score in each of the four. And if you've noticed in one of them you're not good at them, then take that conversation to your mentor. Lastly, remember, you live this life only once. You need to take ownership. And a lot of us today have lost our personal power. We've given our, 
our ability to make decisions or to act we've given that to other people we are we live in excuses in fear we are captives of fear today i'm asking you to release yourself and regain personal power and how you do that is that you need to start being intentional find a mentor find a coach and start defining that brand take ownership of yourself stop complaining stop blaming other circumstances and other people and take charge of your life because happiness is a choice as i've mentioned and you make that choice thank you